Hello, and here we are, that special time of the week. Welcome to Yoga Coach Podcast, dedicated to educating, guiding, and inspiring individuals who truly care to cultivate optimal wellness, create union of body, mind, and spirit through the practice of yoga to experience a sustainable, happy, and a healthy lifestyle. I'm Tamara Page, E-R-Y-T, at the 500-hour level, and I look forward to sharing my 30 years of experience as a yoga practitioner and an instructor with you. And last week, we had a very special guest, uh, Dr. Stephen Weiss, who is the author of Yoga Alignment Principles and Practice, which is an anatomical guide to alignment, postural mechanics, and prevention of yoga injuries. But it was a really wonderful interview because we had the opportunity to share so much more than just the experience of yoga alignment in the body. And trust me, it was not enough time. I really had to cut that short. We go back... I want to say more than 25 years. We met each other early, early on at uh, the Omega Institute and have watched each other grow over the years, spiritually, emotionally, uh, through our yoga practices. And it's just really um, inspirational to see how, as practitioners, we observe change and evolution and transformation in one another. And I'm sure he would say that he's seen me evolve and I can say I've seen him evolve. And, you know, here we are a very different demographic now later in life. And we share these, you know, bonds and very special experiences. And so I, I'm the reason I'm mentioning that um, we had this detailed conversation about yoga alignment in the body because it is so important. And for those of you who didn't have the opportunity to listen to last week's podcast, I suggest that you go back and uh, just, you know, take a moment and tune into why it's so important. So I was reflecting on podcast, the after podcast, that we just didn't really have time to expand upon alignment. And the one thing that I would have added to our conversation last week, had we enough time, was that after we learn to align properly in the body and get into that state of flow on our yoga mat, and we line up in life, we get into that state of flow in our lives. And of course, things come up and take us in and out of it, but we can always bring ourselves right back into it if we have the tools and we have the techniques. And, and that's really why we practice yoga is because we have this wonderful toolbox of different techniques that we can use when things slip us off or we get pulled away or you know, pulled into a situation that is a little bit um, disconcerting. But the one thing that we didn't talk about last week, and I just want, wanted to mention that I would add to that conversation, is being in a line with the divine. And I know that that is a really big word 
the divine. And so many people have a different characterization of what the divine means to them. And I, I will tell you that in my practice, I have traveled all over the world. I have met people from many different cultures, from many different religions. I have friends from all over the world who have a different perception of what the divine means to them. So I would never want to impose any belief or doctrine or dogma to anyone who is living their divine life. I would just say that that place within, you know, thinking of our body as the temple, but the spirit of the divine within each one of us. And I like to think of it as a big circle and um, there are just so many different pathways to get to that inner place. And how we get there is our individual and our personal choice. There's you know, no one way. And that I know for sure, because I know people from all over the world and I have seen so many different rituals and so many different religions and so many different cultural ways of connecting with that source, that source energy. And yoga is a technique that helps us ultimately to get to that place. And that is, I think, so important when it comes to being in a line with the divine. When we have all these obstacles in our lives and all these challenges and all the clutter in the mind and we're just so focused on external situations and external problems and we're not able to sit and quiet ourselves, how can we be in line with the divine and find that alignment so that we are just lined up with a unified source where things start to happen, you know, synchronistically and things just line up when we're in flow because we're in alignment. And it doesn't happen just because we line our bodies up. I have to say that is one of the many components align when we're in our yoga practice and we're doing our asana understanding the alignment principles is just one of the steps, but the practice of prayer, you know, the calling out to the divine, however you perceive the divine to be, and learning how to quiet the mind. So if we can sit in that restful place of awareness where we're not just calling out to the divine, but we can literally find stillness within so we can hear from the divine that is the difference between prayer and meditation i think for me prayer is conversation it is conversation with the divine with source energy with god whatever it is that we perceive that divinity to be and learning to be still and to be quiet so we can actually hear back. It is so fascinating to me how that happens. And 
so many people complain and they say, oh my gosh, I can't meditate, I can't get quiet, I can't this, I can't that, I have to figure everything out by myself and yeah, I'll shoot out a prayer and I'm waiting for God to answer and this and that. But if you really want to hear back or feel you know, that experience and um, it increases our faith when we hear back, it increases everything, it enhances our life experience because you know that we can surrender, we, can, we just can surrender all the crazy, crazy things that go on that, you know, we don't have to get involved in the crazy makers and the people who are trying to just complicate everything in life. We can just bring it into this place of alignment, alignment, knowing that if we are in line with the divine, that we might not understand what's happening to us in particular situations. We might not understand what's happening globally. We not, might not understand what's happening politically. We might not understand what's happening economically. But there's a level of peace that can be achieved, or not, I don't want to use the word achieved, but experienced if we are just in alignment, knowing that there is something bigger than us, the source energy that is so vast and has a divine plan for all of us. And it is through yoga, it is through getting out on your mat and lining your body up and being in alignment so that you're um, starting to create that sense of skillfulness and starting your own rituals of learning how to quiet your mind through whether it's meditation, whether it is chanting. Uh, there are so many opportunities now available online more than ever to learn the practice of chanting, which is so fascinating, learning these mantras that take us through uh, an expression, through sound that travels through your body that is experiential. It cannot be explained intellectually. So I would refrain from even trying to describe to you what that's like. So I would say if you're interested in learning more about it, do go delve online. I know Nina Rao, who works hand in hand with Krishna Das for many, many years, is uh, just starting something brand new online to teach people who've never experienced chanting mantras before. Her name is Nina R-A-O, and she's a beautiful soul and is very experienced at this. And I just noticed on Facebook the other day that she's starting this. So that's one source. Uh, Deva, Pramal, and Mitan, uh, they've been doing this since the pandemic started. And um, of course, there are numerous others, but um, you can do your own research. I'm just giving you a few ideas. So chanting is one way of tapping to that quiet place within where we're coming back again and again and again to that place of stillness, getting outside of the busy intellectual process. So if we start our days with quieting the mind, by grounding, by centering, by doing our meditation uh, through breath, 
through awareness or whatever form of meditation that is meaningful for you and a little bit of chanting. Oh my gosh, what a way to start the day. I have to start my day every my morning every single day with my practices. Otherwise, my day is just uh, going to be full of challenges and obstacles and, and I'm just going to feel irritated and agitated. And, and I know that if I don't make the time, even when I think I don't have the time, I set my alarm or I just set my alarm in my head to wake up at a very early hour at 5 a.m. if I have to. And I create the time and it makes all the difference in the world. So I just wanted to share that with you because I think especially now in these confusing times that we're living in, having more clarity and more comfort and knowing that if we are in a line with the divine, that we can live a more purposeful and a more skillful and a more interesting way of life. And um, so I just invite you to explore. If anyone would like to reach out to me, you are certainly welcome. My website is Yoga Coach Tamara. I'm happy to provide some further information. I'm happy to work with you personally, or I would say find a meditation class. There's plenty available online. There's so many resources in this day, but as always, I thank you for tuning in with me to this special time for Yoga Coach Podcast. And until next time, find peace and may we all have joy in this journey. And as always, may we live a life that treats us with kindness. May we all live a joyful, a purposeful, and a happy life. And above all, may every being on this planet live in the universal force and flow of love. Namaste.